Over 200,000 of the homeless people in the United States of America are women and girls. The most needed and understocked item in homeless shelters, feminine hygiene products. Joy Road Media is proud to tell you about the Clean Love Project. The Clean Love Project's mission is to help women and young girls feel clean, loved, and empowered by distributing clean love kits to alleviate their hygiene needs. Go to thecleanloveproject.org to find out how you can help. The Clean Love Project focuses on the Metro Detroit area, but it also distributes kits worldwide. If you are a female in need of a clean love kit, go to thecleanloveproject.org and request one today. Joy Road Media is a proud supporter of The Clean Love Project at thecleanloveproject.org. I like that title. Mm-hmm. I have a burp brewing, so okay. give me just a second to get through that. Eh, maybe it's not coming. You made me watch. Why'd you make me watch this? You made me watch something I didn't like. Next time we watch something I like. But I can't believe you made me watch. I'm Allison Bobbitt. And I'm Mike Bobbitt. And you made me watch Only Lovers Left Alive. I did. So every other week, we make each other watch a movie that the other has picked. Mm-hmm. And we go back and forth. That's what I mean by every other week. And then every fifth episode, we watch a movie of your choosing. Listener, I'm not saying it to you. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It feels very weird after over a year of episodes explaining the premise of the show. I know. I think people got it. I think we stopped doing it after like maybe four or five episodes. We're like, that's enough. And then we just were like, they'll catch on. I think it's funny, too, that after a year now, we're like, oh, we should probably think about how we open the show we should we should introduce ourselves we should say who we are and yes i am allison bobbitt no i'm allison bobbitt you're mike bobbitt we are the only lovers left alive in canton michigan because of the killing spree <laughs> we went on earlier during the recording of this oh my lord if you're listening to this we're in prison now we're in prison let me just do a real quick synopsis so it's a vampire one minute okay it's a vampire movie tilda swinton and tom hiddleston are vampires that are married but for some reason tilda swinton is living in tangier and tom hiddleston is living in detroit um they reunite and tilda swinton's sister shows up in detroit and kills tom hiddleston's familiar played by anton yelchin and so they have to piece the F out of there because I like people it, saw how them you together. Were saying everyone's name except for Tilda Swinton's sister. Because I because her name's Maya, but I don't know how to say her last name. Wazakowska. Wazakowska. She was in um Alice in Wonderland. She yes. played Alice. And also with Thomas Hiddleston, Tom Hiddleston in Crimson Peak, too. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. So they they flee and they go to Tangier where they there's an old vampire that's been kind of like helping out Tilda Swinton while she's there, making sure that they get the blood that they need. They get there just in time for him to die from drinking contaminated blood. And then they're, they're talking AIDS, right? 
I'm thinking it's like disease and or like drugs, like maybe oh yeah, yeah drugs yeah, maybe. taint yeah. it and make them very sick. Yeah, they get there just in time for him to die, and they're he like he was played by John Hurt. John Hurt, yes. Yeah. Also, here's some morbid trivia for you: the only two characters to die in the movie are John Hurt's Christopher Marlowe and Anton Yelchin's Ian, and the only two actors died from- in real yeah. life. I know. I hated seeing Anton Yelchin die. I was like, damn it. I don't like seeing him die in movies because he died so tragically in real life. Yeah. But yeah, then at the end of the movie, um, Tilda Swinton and Tom Hiddleston see two people making out on a rooftop and they decide that they're going to have to eat them, but uh, they're they're just going to turn them. And I think I think it's kind of sweet that they do that because it's it's only lovers left alive, you know? Mm. like they were two lovers so they're like well we're not gonna kill them we're just gonna turn them and drink their blood so that we can survive so um it's a jim jarmusch movie yes which i had forgotten that he tends to do movies that are more of um like a character study yeah they're definitely more meditative Mm -hmm. yeah i mean I i was gonna say it's not a bad movie like i liked it but I probably won't ever watch it again. Yeah. It's interesting because I was wondering how old the two of them were when this came out. And I think Tilda Swinton was like in her 50s and um, Tom Hiddleston was like in his early 30s because now he's 40 and she's 60. And I'm like, how? Because I didn't think she was that much older than him. No. Like, she's 20 years older than he is. Well, Tilda Swinton is a vampire. In the film, yes. But No, I, I just... mean in real life. She's a vampire. So okay. she that's how she's oh kind God. of ageless. And scene. You know, very and hard. And scene. And But one thing that I noticed at the beginning of this movie that you actually said was done on purpose, I'm like, wow, those wigs are terrible. And you're like, oh, yeah, they did that on purpose so that they looked kind of strange. And what, what, were, what did you say that they were made out of? Well, I told you at the time, yak hair, because mm-hmm. I was just pulling something out of my ass. To, oh. Um, and it turns out that I was right. It's oh. human, yak, and goat hair. Okay. Yes. Yeah, the wigs are insane. I thought only hers was, though. Like, I didn't think Tom Hiddleston's looked any different than his Loki wig. Oh, uh, no, his Loki wig looks slightly better. Yeah, no, like his... <laughs> His Loki wig is somehow better than this wig. This wig is so, like, upsetting. Okay. I, I, I think because it's dyed dark, it doesn't look as bad. Okay. But, like, w- as the hair moves, it just, it looks awful. Oh. Okay. Because Tilda Swinton's hair is also much longer. Like, her wig is very long and also, like, bleached out, like, white. Mm-hmm. And it looks god-awful. But that was done on purpose to make them look a little strange because they're vampires, obviously. Yeah. And one of the things that they do is that they tend to, like, throughout the movie, they're really not, like, biting anyone. They um, have ways of acquiring blood that's pure. I did like the scene, uh, the way that Tom Hiddleston gets it is he is kind of getting it from a doctor. And. Yes. You were talking about how you wouldn't want to necessarily watch it again i remember this being a lot better 
like the second viewing that you and I just watched, mm-hmm. it, it was the second time I've seen it. And I remember liking it more than I did the second time. Oh. Which I liked it, but I just remembered it being funnier. Oh, I, I didn't find it funny at all. No, no. Like, it's listed as a comedy. Really? Yes, yeah, listed as a comedy, drama, fantasy, horror, romance. Um, I mean, I guess there were interesting moments but i i didn't find yeah, it funny. like it's that jim jarmish like humor and i really feel like the only scene that had even a hint of it was when tom hiddleston dressed in scrubs and a mask and sunglasses oh yeah and a dr faust pin and uh just the way that he and jeffrey wright who's playing dr watson oh yeah greet each other <laughs> And the way Where that he was scares shot. the shit out. Like, he just walks up behind yeah, him that... and stands there and waits until he turns around and it scares the shit yeah, out of him. Yeah, and then he looks and, like, sees his alias and he's like, Dr. And Faust. then the shot of the name tag. Like, Yeah. I he also thought... does one that's Dr. Caligari, which is um a, an, like an old, old, old horror movie. Yeah. Which is fun. I thought that was whimsical. Mm-hmm. And I didn't find any there was so the scene where um is it ava the sister yeah the sister so ava keeps hitting on anton yelchin the whole night because she just shows up randomly Mm -hmm. um and so they go out and anton yelchin is with with them and she's like all over him and they're like oh hey go to bed and his name's ian i think in the movie and she's like ian you should leave and he's like yeah totally while she ends up biting him and drinking all of his blood and so in the morning, well, the next evening when they get up, Tom Hiddleston walks in and he goes, well, you drank Ian. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> it was, it was very, um, that was kind of funny. And then like the shot where it's Adam and Eve sitting on either side of the couch with Anton Yelchin in the middle, just right. dead. And they're just like, oh my God. <laughs> she turns and looks over Anton Yelchin to tom hiddleston and she goes do you have a bit of carpet <laughs> like <laughs> it's uh so there's like i guess there's little like yeah there are little moments little You're right. moments but it's it's you know for the most part it's it's about tom hiddleston's vampire is just like horribly depressed yep and he's he's a musician so he's he's using like anton yelchin is like his familiar who like gets him instruments basically and like other stuff but he does at one point in the movie have him get um a wooden bullet because it seems like he's considering killing himself so Mm -hmm. he needs to put a a a wooden stake through his heart so it's a wooden bullet yep but then that kind of just gets forgotten about no uh tilda swinton eve finds the bullet yeah she does but then after that you know it's kind of like I'm not suicidal anymore. I'm not suicidal anymore. We got to get out of here. It's it's a very moody movie and it's kind of, it's very slow. You know, when you think about it, not all that much happens. It's basically like they reunite, her sister shows up, kills Ian, they have to get rid of the body and then get out of town. Yep. That's all that happens. And it's almost like an hour before Ava even shows up. Yeah, it's like, yeah, she ends up in the movie and like the last third the third act is kind of when she shows up honestly yeah it was fine talking 
about it. I think maybe because we ended up having to watch this over the course of two nights. Yeah. I think maybe I'm being too harsh about it. Like you're reminding me of stuff that I really liked about it. So Yeah, I mean it's um I won't be in a hurry to see it again, but I think it's very like it's very lovely. It it I don't know if that's like the right way to describe it, but it's like a very lovely movie because it's it's about two people who got have been together for what like five hundred years or something like that, yeah. and they are existing on opposite ends of the world, but there is a lot of deep love between the two of them. I'm trying to do less bits with you because oh, I um I came to the realization that true love isn't worrying that your partner is going to leave because I know that you're never going to leave me. Yeah, no. What the real fear is, is worrying that you're going to stick with me while I make you miserable. So I'm trying to be more conscious of doing bits and stuff. Oh, honey, your bits don't make me miserable. Sometimes I just get agitated because I'm tired or hungry. (laughs) Yeah. Or awake. Hey. (laughs) What? Wow. Hurtful. I thought we weren't doing bits, Michael. Mm. This is also shot really nicely. Yeah. There's a lot of aerial shots where you kind of are seeing the character from above, like, laid out in some way. And then you kind of are able to take in their environment. And I like that. It's a lot of wide shots. Yeah, normally Jim Jarmusch doesn't shoot things digitally, mm-hmm. but he had to with um, the budget restraints mm-hmm. that he was given. I don't know. I think he really took advantage of the medium because I agree it does. It is a beautiful looking movie. It is. It is really, really. I mean, it it's dark but rich, and it's um it's also shot. You know, it's shot in Detroit mm-hmm. um, for the Detroit portions of it. Which is pretty cool. I'm sure not all of it is <laughs> is the two of them because there's you know shots of him driving like empty streets and you can't see who's in the car. So I wouldn't be surprised. But I do think that they were here. Oh like, yeah, they yeah, definitely yeah, definitely were here shooting. Yeah, they also call um, regular humans zombies. Yes, which I thought was I liked that. Yeah, that touch. I'm like, yeah, kind of. The set decoration for this is phenomenal. Yeah. Um, Adam's home. I really like like it was. Yeah. It's very. I guess an abandoned house at the yeah. time. And then it was fixed up and sold. And it's a mansion. You know. Yeah. Like it a was lot of a, yeah. old houses and in Detroit, you know, they're old mansions or they're old like boarding houses that they're humongous so they could be a mansion you know because it's right all it's all just rooms yeah um it's funny too when people think or hear like oh i heard you could buy a house in detroit for like a thousand bucks it's like you can but the property taxes are gonna kill you yeah like and you're gonna need to do quite a lot of work of the renovation because in all likelihood they've been looted so there's no wiring there's no copper pipes you have very bare bones (laughs) so this was the bit that i was saying that i don't want it to seem like i'm doing i don't want to keep harping on tin cup because i really fucking hated it 
but we are recording this on the day that Tin Cup was released. Yeah. So it's fresh in the Facebook group and all the comments. And there are defenders of the movie, which, mm-hmm. you know, that's, that's fine. My opinion isn't necessarily fact. I mean, it is with this, but oh uh, my God. Tin Cup is uh, a fucking terrible movie. And if you liked it, um, I'm exhausted. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, I think it's kind of neat that we followed up a very poorly written love story and a movie with characters that aren't really worth studying because they're very surface level mm-hmm. with this movie that's a really good love story and has some really interesting yes. characters. And the characters have interesting relationships with each other. They do. Adam and Eve are Tom Hiddleston and Tilda Swinton. And um, then Ava is Eve's sister. And then um, John Hurt. I can't remember. What Chris Marlowe. Chris Marlowe. There are rumors that Marlowe was actually either the person who wrote everything for William Shakespeare and William Shakespeare just ripped him off mm-hmm. or that he was William Shakespeare. Oh, interesting. Yeah. These are very interesting characters, very for being, you know, kind of a very simple story. You're still dealing with these like complex relationships that you really don't even get to the root of, which but you don't really need to like the issue with with Ava you can tell that Adam does not like Ava, but Eve is like, well, she's my sister, but she definitely is shitty. Mm-hmm. It's it, it's a very pretty movie to watch. And, you know, it has these delightful moments and it's like it's very visually stunning. But again, it's slow and, you know, but it's it's one of those movies where you definitely need to be in the right mood to watch it. But I think if you're in the right mood to watch it, yes, you can really feel immersed in it and, and it'll feel nice. Like you'll have a nice feeling at the end. Mm-hmm. One of the reasons that I really wanted to that I decided to pick this one versus a couple other movies that were being tossed around and considered was the week that we watched this was when my ex died and there was a pretty beautiful moment where a butterfly flew and joined us at the cemetery at the end and it just kind of made me think of both Detroit because she was really into Detroit Mm -hmm. and the thought of growing old with someone and i just want you to know that i really love and appreciate you very much and i'm glad that i'm gonna get to grow old with you like you know these characters you know don't grow old because they're vampires but they've been together but they're for living together yeah so yeah I, i i wanted something that kind of would be a sweet movie to watch together. Oh, babe. Um, and I also uh, wanted to give a, we don't really do this, but mm-hmm. uh wanted to give a shout out to Toy Art Gallery on Instagram, T-O-I mm-hmm. Art oh, Gallery, mm-hmm. and uh, a Vietnamese artist named, uh, how would you pronounce X-U-A-N in Vietnamese? Uh, Sean. Okay, Sean Lok Sean. Mm-hmm. Which is probably not her real name because I guess Sean in uh, Vietnamese means spring. So it's probably spring something spring, mm-hmm. you know. So, but anyway, 
there was a print that I really wanted to pay respect to Christine mm-hmm. and uh, they were nice enough to make that a possibility because yeah. it was a uh, out of print. print yeah, it was you know, a limited, a limited edition print and yeah. they reprinted it specially for yes. you. So I told them that I would tell them thank, say thank you. So uh, I'm saying yeah, thank you. and it's be- it's absolutely beautiful. It's it's hanging up in our in our living room right now, and yeah. it's it's very beautiful. Yeah, I'm sorry that this movie <laughs> wasn't one that you're like, yeah, I could rewatch that again and again and again. But um, no, but it was I'm glad nice. that you and I got to watch a Michigan-based romantic movie together because yeah. I really appreciate you and I. Mm-hmm know that the past couple weeks have been very rough on you too Mm -hmm. and you've been super cool in focusing so much on me and letting me go through this you know weird grief and everything and Mm -hmm. i I just love and appreciate you a lot well i love and appreciate you too and i'm glad i could be here to support you when you needed it me too yeah and right. I, I also love a nice uh, movie that's shot in Detroit. I wish they would bring back the film incentives because we have a lot to offer. Yeah. A lot of beautiful places. Oh, tons. I really want to find that uh, Michigan theater that's a parking garage. Now. I know. I don't think I've seen that before. Like, I'm sure I've been near it before, but I don't think I've ever been in it. So what should we ask for this week? What are your favorite movies that um, were shot in Detroit? Or what's the most romantic movie you've seen or you recommend? Yeah. 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 So this isn't this is far from the most romantic movie. Yeah, it's not very. It's not even the most romantic vampire movie. That would probably be let the right one in for me. Yeah, that's a really good one. Yeah. Um, But yeah. So what's the most, you know, like warm and fuzzy feeling romantic movie you have? that you love watching or like what is your favorite movie shot in Detroit? shot in Detroit you know it doesn't necessarily have to be based in Detroit but you know where you you know it was shot like Oz I think uh or what is it the the Oz the Great and Powerful yeah yeah that was shot in Detroit so yeah. you know whatever whatever my favorite is meet Monica Velour oh god because I'm in it you are in it Congratulations. Yeah. I bet that was cool. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. And I do think it's weird that I've been cast repeatedly as guys in strip clubs when I'm not a strip club guy at all. I, I don't know what to say to that. I guess you just look like a guy that would be in a strip club. <laughs> like, I don't know what to say. Any guy would just be a guy in a strip club. Yes. Like, I can't, I don't, I don't think, think I there's give necessarily off. a type of guy. Certainly not me. I've seen guys in strip clubs and, like, I can't say that I ever saw anyone like you there. I was never, I was never a dancer, but I've been into, you know, clubs before. Yeah, you used to be a DJ at a strip club. <laughs> Do your best to bring me Absolutely up. not. Absolutely not. <laughs> All right, gentlemen, come to the stage. She has daddy issues. No. Get your dollar bills out. No. Because she'll go home with you because her car is in the shop. Give it up to Roxette. Antsy. I don't know. I don't know how to describe the type of person that... I mean, I've been in, 
you know, strip club. So it's. I know when you were a DJ, do your voice I for wasn't, it? Oh my God, Ancine. I said Ancine. You, you no, I thought vibe. you were calling Ancine on me doing it. Oh my God, I want to go to sleep. I'm so angry. <laughs> Remember how you're going to do last bits? I know. <laughs> You were wrapping up the show. Sorry. I'm just trying to say that I don't know like why you keep getting cast as as perverts. Because I, I mean, think... I am a pervert, but I'm an at home pervert. <laughs> fair, fair, fair. Thank you for listening to You Made Me Watch. We'll see you again next week where Allison gets to pick another Kevin Costner movie. Bye. No. <laughs>